Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Lori and Julia Show. I'm sorry, I'm just not focused yet. Lori and Julia Show, my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us as we celebrate getting through the middle of the week. And that means uh, bowling tonight, I guess, for Lori. Bowling? Well, yeah. Donnie, actually, I've got a bowling night off. Oh, you do? And oh, I've got oh, a God. date at a movie theater. I'm finally going to go see Paranoia. Yeah, I tried to get my one of my kids to Paranoia? go to that last night. Or what's it called? Parasite. Oh, I, saw, I saw it last weekend, so I'll be... Uh, let's yeah. talk tomorrow. Let's oh. talk tomorrow. Parasite, not Paranoia. But Donnie, did you like it? Let's talk tomorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. It got it, it got a little wider release yes, after it, did, it won yeah. the Screen Actor Guild Awards. They yes. were like, oh. Oh, I'm going to be real interested to see what you have to say oh, about I, this movie. Really? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> All right, because it sounds like mixed thoughts over there well for your hump day pleasure i yes. just want people to smile um we have posted on our instagram account Lori, Lori, mm-hmm. and julia yes um just a little friday pickup lines from last week where you were being people are going out tonight they could use some happy hour pickup lines you know what i'm saying it doesn't even need to be that it's just you oh jeez, you are funny oh you are. You're very, you make me laugh. I love posting videos of you. Well, I'm, I posted a video of me and no one looked at it. So we're back oh, to you. Oh, Lori dear, is our sorry. video star. Dear. Well, I've discovered a guy on Twitter. He's a British singer songwriter by the name of Tom Rosenthal. And he does a lot of cute t- tweets about music, but also his little kids. Okay. Like a couple days ago. His daughter had to take a wee. It was raining out, so he just held her outside of the car. There by a tree, and the wind was blowing, and he didn't know what was wee and what was rain. And then his four-year-old daughter uh, is obsessed, like many. I have a a three-year-old glam son who's obsessed with dinosaurs also they go through these phases absolutely Santa. that's from the land before it lost before time okay so here's tom's daughter singing um dinosaurs in love a song that she uh, made all the words up to and her dad is doing the musical accompaniment okay dinosaurs eating people dinosaurs in love Dinosaurs having a party, they eat fruit and cucumber. 
say thank you. A big bang came and they and they died. <laughs> dinosaurs, dinosaurs fell in love, but they didn't say goodbye. But they didn't say goodbye. They forgot to say goodbye when the Big Bang. That is darling. What is cuter than little kids? I know the Natural History Museum retweeted and said, okay, we're crying. Are you crying? Oh, it's that so is sweet. She's four. She's four. That's so sweet. Anyway, he's kind of fun to follow on Twitter, Tom. And he's from the UK there. I didn't hear any accent. It's in the dinosaur. Did you hear the little girl? Oh, the little girl did you hear an accent oh, in that? Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, all right. Yeah. Pate. Pate, oh, yeah. Okay. She had a little, little light English accent. And my gosh, it's Super Bowl mania. The The morning shows are just full of Super Bowl. Now we have Ellen DeGeneres debuted a Super Bowl commercial with her and her wife uh, for Alexa. Oh, my brother sent me a picture of um, Mrs. Potato Head and Ellen DeGeneres side by side because Ellen's short hair really is showing off her ears. Her ear oh. game is strong. Her, her ear game oh, is mm-hmm. It is. It's totally one of the stronger ear games. Yeah. And, and we noticed it so much at this, the Grammys. The Grammys. stop looking. Like, what is going on with those ears? And Jonathan is still cutting her hair. The guy who chopped off all my hair last oh, year. Oh, yes. He cuts her hair. It's so short. Anyway, it looks like a cute commercial. Uh, Post Malone got a commercial. Donnie posted that one. I haven't one. watched it yet, though. What's he, it for? Uh, the, it's for Bud Light. Yeah, oh, Bud Light. I, oh, I he, love Post he, Malone. He said he, he never thought he'd be in it. It's po- the hashtags on it are Posty Bar and Posty uh, Store um, because you know everyone's looking for the social media engagement. Absolutely. I uh, did some prop betting today with our buddy in sales, Mike, uh-huh. who has a prop bet board, and I it cost me five dollars, and Donnie. For the you, Super Bowl. Do, how do you I, feel I, about all my bets? I felt pretty I, I good about you my were, song you, bets. You were pretty conservative, and uh, you played it kind of down the middle. Did I? Yeah. I didn't even know what some of them no, were you, for. I'm like, what? Clue. The coin toss? What's the coin toss oh, for? It's at the beginning. <laughs> but I knew, I, I didn't know that was a prop bet, head or tail. Sure. That is so funny. Yeah. So some of the bets I didn't understand when I was doing, I felt pretty comfortable with the yeah. song choices. Um, let's see what else. Oh, Little Nas X was on the Today Show. He they showed the preview of his Doritos Cool Ranch uh, ad that he's in with Sam Elliott. I so absolutely hope, hysterical. I so hope he's got a good person helping him with his money. He seemed to really. He seems to have his head on. You know, he seems to be doing okay. He was absolutely darling on the couch with uh, Hoda and Savannah oh, and good. Al. And yeah, I I I, oh, I think so. I, I think he I think he does. So, um, but he was just like, yeah, I'm in a Dorito commercial, and his favorite outfit out of all the red carpets he's been on in one year, and he's been on a lot. Yes, he said it was that Versace. The Grammys. the Grammys. That pink. Oh, he looked hot. Yeah, I'm telling you, hot pink. And I guess he's super oh. tall. Really, he's he over six feet. He is. Yeah. Super tall. He's well, over six feet. Well, We're from family. land of the midgets. Yeah. Uh-huh. And people are people. people are really digging Winona. 
The ad? Her ad. I guess we didn't see the whole ad that we played yesterday. There's a three-minute one somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We, th- we well, saw they it. won't show a three-minute ad in the Super no, Bowl. No, but you can see it Is other it? places. I see. Okay. Yeah. And some of the photographs that we're going to see in the one-minute commercial of things that she's taken in the town of Winona is oh. very excited. And um, All right. It's, uh, anyway, people were 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 digging it. They've missed Winona, and they were having fun with the memes from, you know, Beetlejuice and some of her other iconic <sighs> movies that she's been in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that is a Did Super you ever, Bowl. Mermaids. I'm going to ask you guys something. Did you ever watch season three of Stranger Things? Never did. Danny? Yeah, I, I stuck with it. You did? Yeah. And? Uh, better than season two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't even do season two. Yeah, season two is a little weird. Season weak. two, you can skip season, and just go yeah, right to yeah, three. You probably could. Season three, But you I haven't even was... watched season three. I know, but I've got to finish <laughs> Spinny right. now, and I've got to watch the bonfire of the destiny. You someone know, I've got some us, shows to watch. Someone sent us a note. She's from Joanna. She says, I've been meaning to email you guys for a couple of weeks. She been watched Bonfire of Destiny is what it is. And two days, then went on to watch Spinning Out. Both were so good. Did you finish? Uh, I haven't finished Spinning, Spinning Out? Out. I haven't either. I have like two more episodes. I've kind of not one. I don't want it to I don't be want over. it to end. That's how I feel about Bonfires because I have one left there too. Yeah. I've been, I was up a little bit watching Rafael oh, Nadal tennis. play tennis against team. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Mm. All right. Don't, no spoilers. <laughs> Mm. Have it DVR'd. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Marissa put you in timeout this week? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. Hanging out with us, the Laurie and Julia show. We love it that you're with us. Um, Jessica Simpson um, had a sit-down interview with Hoda. Hoda flew out to L.A. last weekend to interview her because she was also on Ellen yesterday. Oh, okay. Talking about her marriage plans and everything. But Hoda had a good long chat with Jessica Simpson because her book, Open Book, comes out next Tuesday. Okay. And we've got, we've heard a lot about this book, but... Geez, you know, we haven't seen Jessica Simpson for a long time. Remember, she did go quiet, and basically now we know it's, it coincides with her stopping drinking right. and, um, you know, doing any kind of appearances on anything. So here she is talking about, and I guess this is how the book opens up, um, that um, she was sexually abused by a young female family friend from age 6 to 12. Yes. So, here we go. Jessica Simpson is singing again. New songs being released with her memoir, Open Book, and they are deeply personal. People are really going to understand me, I think, for the first time. They're going to see everything that I have gone through and 
all the fear and the struggles that I did face and how I came through on the other side. When you talk about yourself at six years old, mm -hmm. and I could picture you at yeah. six, and you talk about abuse, mm -hmm. sexual abuse at the hands of a family friend, mm -hmm. a, a young girl. Uh -huh. I mean, how did you get through that? At the time, I didn't really understand what was happening. I knew something was wrong. I knew it was wrong, what was going on. This was a very close person, yeah. and um, she was being abused. It happened throughout a, a long time in my life, and I was a preacher's daughter. Like, I was, you know, taught to be a virgin until I got married, yeah. and, you know, so I never wanted to share these, like, sexual things that were happening because I didn't want to hurt anybody. You did finally tell your folks, and that took big-time guts. It did. I mean... And my parents' reaction, they did the best that they could. You know, it's like, that's a, it's a heavy thing to hear from your did child. Did they kind of ignore it? They ignored it yeah. with their words, for sure, but they took action, and I never, I, I never had to do the sleepovers again, and I um, never had to go back. And I guess in her book, she goes into detail. It started with tickling, which yeah. is how this girl, the abuse started with her. So I'm, I'm going to tickle you here. I'm going to tickle you there. Right. Lasted for six years. And her parents just basically, they just cut out, The contact was cut. So I don't know if it was a family she told, friend. It, it, we might she know said in it the was, book. She said it was a f close family friends and they would go there all the time. Right. But like, is it? Oh, we don't know. We You're don't know right. if it's okay. a cousin, if okay. it's an, sure, an, sure, an, sure. Okay. whatever. Mm -hmm. I, you know, so we'll have to find that out in the book. And then um, she talked about, you know, she shared with Hoda um, about something that really she has trouble watching to this day. And I feel like we talked about this appearance that Jessica Simpson made on Ellen DeGeneres at I don't know what year it was, if it was 2016 or 2017, but here's okay. them talking about it. <laughs> In May of 2017, Jessica appeared on Ellen. And have you written a song yet, or are you just starting? I have about, um, I probably have about 38, so maybe 36 or 39. <laughs> Fans wondered if she'd been drinking. She had. I can't even watch the interview. Like, I, you know, it's not... You won't I, watch I can't watch it. Yeah. Um, it was a weak moment for me. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't in the right place. I had started a spiral and I couldn't catch up with myself. And and that was with the well, that was with alcohol. And that was in May and, and she does uh when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, talk about that it was Halloween of 2017 that she had no recollection of getting her kids ready for school, that she was drinking at 7.30 in the morning. Oh. And I do remember us kind of talking yeah. about because we would see her she would be like falling down coming out of clubs and stuff with her husband. And we're just like, whoa, she's really whooping it up when she's got a night off from the kids. Mm -hmm. That's what we just sort of wrote it up. Here she is talking about uh, her first record deal. And then Nick Lachey, because they were very young when they, yes, they were show business can be tough on a teenager. You're young. You get signed for a record label and I have to lose and you have to lose 15. I have to go on a crash diet. So did you, so what did you do? Did you, take diet pills? I took diet pills. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how much I was taking. It ended up being something I did for 20 years. Jessica's body and her love life quickly became tabloid fodder. When you saw Nick Lachey from 98 Degrees, did you look over and go, okay. Oh, I said, mom, that's the man I'm going to marry. Absolutely. You knew. I knew. Yeah. I was 19 years old, but I knew. The couple married three years later when Jessica was 22. My dad thought I was too young. Uh, He knew that life had a lot for me. He didn't want anything to hold me back. I I was about to walk down the aisle. He's like, we don't have to do this. I'm like, Dad, what are you talking about? Like, we got to walk. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, and then uh, here she talks about, you know, because her show with Nick Lachey and and the Osbournes were one of the, I don't know Very which first. one is the first one. Right. I think it's technically the Osbournes. Anna Nicole Smith was before it. Not before the Osbournes. You don't think so? I know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Dunny. What caused the end of the marriage? Do you think it was the scrutiny, the cameras, everybody peeking in on your world, or did they just magnify what the problems already were? I would watch episodes back and I didn't like what I saw. I mean, I saw what people were laughing at and what was loving about it. But I also saw a lot of eye rolling. And that wasn't just editing. That that happened on and off camera. I think that, like, our success together was beautiful, but our success separately was not as accepted. Get the cover of Rolling Stone and he's like, what about me? Well, I mean, he was supposed to be on the cover with me and they were like, no. I felt a lot of resentment. I felt that the love wasn't... He was jealous of her. Oh, And and you would see that and when she watched that back, um, let's just play this last one real quick. Yeah, it's a short one. Okay. completely didn't recognize myself. You described drinking out of a... I completely didn't recognize myself. You described drinking out of a glitter cup. I always had a glitter cup, and it was always filled to the rim with with alcohol. I just realized that I had to surrender. Like, I had to, it was time, like, I had to give it up, and I was ready. I'm not going to miss another day. I'm not going to miss another Halloween. I'm not going to miss another Christmas. I'm not going to miss, I'm going to be present. 
How about that? I love it. Yeah, you I know. know. And, and, and you know, her husband, Eric Johnson, I, I read her story in People Magazine. He just stopped drinking right along with her. Right. When she stopped, he stopped. That's great. And That's really supportive. He, he's, I mean, she got her happy ending. They seem like they absolutely adore each other. Their kids are just beautiful. And uh, she just talks real frankly about that come to Jesus moment right. that the day after Halloween. And she just called and, you know, it's like, I got to get, I got to get treatment. I got to. Did she therapy. go to treatment? She had treatment come to her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. is what it sounds okay. like from her story. And I'm curious if she talks about her licensing thing, because she was ahead of everybody. everybody. On that, and I'd I know. love to learn well, that we'll from We'll find her. out next yeah. week when the, when the book comes out, we get our hands on a copy. That's Johnny. right. All right. Let's find out what's, uh, let's get our hands on the wheels. Yes. Uh, in a safe position. Not a lot going on in your MyTalk traffic. Uh, the only thing really happening on the system this afternoon, about an hour ago, 94 eastbound, or 90, not 94, 95 eastbound. This is in North Branch. A crash from Oakview Avenue to 12th Avenue. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast, mostly cloudy she was 15 a tonight. Cloudy 28 tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow night looks like we might have a little bit of a dusting of snow. 25 temperatures holding steady. No polar vortex in the forecast yet yet what are you dying it just why did you have to say you? well I'm, it's an optimistic it's, forecast really? it's not a little pessimistic no this is if one is coming that was more pragmatist not pessimistic <laughs> right. a lot of ist words going on right now yes yeah okay 22 and cloudy now did you miss julia's random thoughts you can always find it on the podcast download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at my talk keyword podcast Dreaming everything I want to know at all. I'd spend 10,000 hours and 10,000 more. Oh, if that's what it takes to learn that sweetheart of yours. And I might never get there, but I'm gonna try. If it's 10,000 hours or the photos of me and Loretta. Oh. His Google Assistant. It says, "Here are your photos." <laughs> Remember, Loretta hated my mustache. <laughs> it's so sweet. Yeah, it's beautiful photos too. Remember, Loretta loved going to Alaska and scallops. <laughs> Show me photos from our anniversary. Oh. I mean, like yeah, that just... ad is going to teach people mm-hmm. that go- what a go- Google Assistant can do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's that's kind of sweet. It's very sweet. Who knew? I mean, I didn't really. I'm not taking advantage of my Google Assistant to the effect that I, know. I could be. You know, I just oh, so it's a sweet ad. You yes, know, around very, the emotion. very, so, very. And we're not going to see a lot of movie ads during the Super Bowl. Too expensive, it sounds like, for the movie ads. Much, no, yeah, that's right. Okay, so this book, American Dirt, yes, keeps. Okay, Donnie, we we couldn't get her right. But when yeah. did you try to get the author of American oh. Dirt? On like at the beginning of January before. 
I would say it's a, maybe even before even the that, end of December. A good six weeks? Because it was it's, kind of on like Yes, the, it was. If you Googled any list of buzzy books for 2020, which yeah. is sort of what oh, we were yeah. doing in December, getting some book, and we've got an amazing book on today. Oh my gosh, I love it. Oh, big big yeah. Lies in a Small Town, if you're a Diane Chamberlain, Chamberlain fan, uh, she's on next with us. But So this Janine Cummins, the book is called American Dirt, and it was on... I can't Every tell list. you, people, Entertainment Everyone. Weekly, Oprah everybody. Magazine, I saw Oprah it. just made it be a pick, though. She came in late. Oh, but it was in her magazine. The January yeah, issue. Yes. Yeah, but in December, I'm just talking that sure. like it was early. Buzz, she was a buzz, late buzz. adapter okay. to American Dirt, is okay. what I'm saying. But because everybody has forgotten that, uh, you know, all these, like, other entertainment magazines pick this book like in December. Sure. Oprah is getting all the heat because in the last couple of weeks, there's been all this controversy about American Dirt. Now, all I can say, it's going to help American Dirt sell more copies because people are going to go, oh, I want to read this book and see what the deal is. So, um, I, what's I w- the hullabaloo so she she became famous and then infamous in basically the blink of a month okay so she Cum- went from Jeannie cummins from being the buzzed about darling if you googled her and or you googled top books coming mm-hmm. out it made every kind mm-hmm. of list then oprah like last week or two weeks ago had it be her pick to coincide with you know her magazine yes, that was yes, her book yes. pick so um, Cummins is, she's an American author. She was born in Spain, raised in Maryland. She identifies as both white and Hispanic or Latinx. Is that what they're calling it? Yes. Uh, okay. I've yeah. heard Latinx. Latinx, Latinx. Because of her, she's got some Puerto Rican heritage, all right? And American Dirt is about a Mexican immigrant named Lydia who flees Mexico for the U.S. with her young son, in an attempt to escape the drug cartel that murdered her family members at a quinceanera. Something that is happening, ev- happening right? and saw has happened. We big family out of Arizona. Yeah. Yes. Okay. These things, this, people are fleeing terrible, terrible, terrible violence in Central America and in Mexico. And so, it's nonfiction. Well, no, this no, book it's is fiction. fiction. I'm yeah. sorry. This book is fiction. I always get the two confused. I'm nonfiction sorry. means it's real. It's yeah, fiction. I know. Okay. Fiction. So advanced praise for the book came from not only People Entertainment Weekly, but Stephen King was an early reader. John Grisham got an advanced copy. Anne Patchett, Julia Alvarez. And then Oprah picked it for the book club, calling it a heart-wrenching page turner, and you won't be able to put it down. And of writing the book, the author's author had said, I wish someone slightly browner than me would have written it. Because, because of the backlash. Because members of the Latinx community, including many authors and poets, condemned the book for gross stereotypes, misapplication, misuse of Spanish words. The controversy grew, grew so big, bookstores are canceling her book signings left and right, mm. while others are suggesting other books that people could read instead. It's just a book. BuzzFeed did a great breakdown of the whole situation as the controversy grew. Because Oprah had picked it two weeks ago, people demanded to know what Oprah Oprah has had to make a statement about American Dirt. Give it to me. It's a fictional book. It's You're right. Okay, like... Diane Chamberlain today, she's writing a book that's imagining 
a white girl from up north in the 1940s. She's also imagining the interior lives of a black homesteading black. I mean, I don't. Right. I kind of. And she's. I think it's just so wrong. I mean, I wonder if book. If like we're getting too snobby. It, I mean, isn't it maybe? I mean, to me, I think. Okay, I've never read a book about that experience. We hear about it in the news. People fleeing, but. I don't, Do we only have we to had hear that it? one book maybe four years ago? It was the I hated it. You were out of town. Yeah, no, your brother. It was the one you. Yeah, I, it was I know one your brother. One something about, about the grapefruit in the yeah. something something. something. But it was, it was loosely based on her experience, her experience of fleeing, of fleeing yes, and, and she was to, okay. Yes. So anyway, yes. so so here's was, what Oprah yeah. said about American Dirt. There's been a lot of talk about this book lately, and I just wanted you all to hear directly from me that I read this book last summer before it was even an official book. It was a visceral experience for me. It was a migrant story being told from a mother's perspectives about the length she'd go to to protect her child to get freedom in America. I was deeply moved. It riveted me from the very first sentence and I wanted to share it. Right. Now it has become clear to me from the outpouring, may I say, very passionate opinions. <laughs> so she's been getting yelled at. Oh, yeah. Mm. The selection has struck an emotional chord and created a, de- a need for a deeper, more substantive discussion. Whoa. So when I first started to hear your comments opposing it, I was like, what is offensive? Right. I spent the last few days listening to members of the Latinx, that's the word Oprah's yeah. using community, to get a greater understanding, and I hear them, I do. So, what she wants to do is bring people, now she's opening the book club to a worldwide discussion, I'm Hollywood speaking. Okay, right. well. I want to bring people together from all sides to talk about this book, and who gets to publish what stories. I mean, then that is kind of it. Yeah. If you have a fictional idea, why can't you imagine... It, it would be like yelling at a man like Chris Bohalian, who wrote The Flight Attendant, a drunken 36-year-old woman. He wrote very viscerally about her drinking, her, her sexing, her and it's ways a with men, and it right, was a man. A man writing it, Are yeah. we getting I mad at like, him? No. Okay, I, about, I think this is ridiculous, though, yeah. to be mad at this author. So she says, and this discussion of this book is going to stream on Apple TV in March. So she is taking the negative, making it be a positive. Getting eyeballs to her book club and getting them on Apple Plus. And and she said, um, I guess the people who are mad at this book are people who've actually made this journey. But what I say is that people who actually book. made that journey might not be in the position right now to be writing a book. They might be busy doing other things or getting, you know, who knows, whatever. But to me, it's a very lightweight argument to be mad at this woman for imagine- writing about this experience, which is her fictional story right. she wants to tell. Yeah, right. You didn't live it, so you can't write about it. That's, that's kind of what... what it, right. That would be against all of our books then, because so many of our books that we read are imagining lives in the 1820s, or, in the future, well, whatever. I mean... A, they're all, it's a book. It's a book. I want to ask mm. Diane about it. Okay. I wonder if she think, would just weigh, weigh in well, on I it. But it, now I'm tempted to see what all the yelling is about. I do I have a copy it. of oh, the book. Do? Donnie gave it to me. Yeah, for I, got, I got one. Of, 
I know. A, I know a, who a the vacation. chosen one is. A vacation. I, I, I will one. bring it back. Mm-hmm. You have the option of listening to it be read. Um, <laughs> and then Selma Hayek praised <laughs> the book. for it. Selma Hayek well. praised the book, recommended it. And then people she, yelled at her. And she had to admit she hadn't read it. She was just oh. passing along praise. Uh, oh, that's it. hysterical that so, she did that. Listen, and this is a conversation. I mean, so I think it will be it's good of Oprah to shed the light on it because you could have this conversation like you were going to say, probably about about every book. You yeah. know what? John Steinbeck wrote the great American novel, The Grapes of Wrath, which this book is being compared to. Yeah. I don't think he lived the life of Tom Joad, who had to escape the Dust Bowl of the uh, the Midwest to get to California with little to no money. But nobody said to John Steinbeck, you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You can't write that. You didn't live it. Well, this is how weird I think things are getting in our world right now. Um, that I just feel like this has gone too far. Well, remember, if you remember A Million Little Pieces with James Fry, Oprah had him on as a book club. Oh, I read I that book, all the hullabaloo. I hated that book. I, I loved that book. I couldn't even finish it. I loved that book. But I read book. it afterwards I read after it I knew before. it was fake. I right. loved it. I enjoyed the journey, yeah. blah, right, blah, right, blah. Right. But then all the backlash right. because some of these things couldn't have happened. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's a book, it but it, there are several, he didn't call it a memoir. Yeah, there are many books that could fall under this was, was it written for the people you know, it's about category. And, yeah. You know what I mean? So, anyway. And it's exposure for the experience. But I, I, feel, I feel bad for the author. So she's canceling things right Donnie, and try left. Donnie, try her again. Yeah. You yeah know, no. She's canceling. I feel bad for her. Canceling yeah. right and left, but, I mean, she's going to sell a million copies of this book. It's her third she's book, She's going to get through it. All right, listen, when we come back, we're uh, talking to Diane Chamberlain, Big Lies in a Small Town. Did you miss Sex Monday? You can always find it on the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, we have our uh, a five-star book for everybody for oh. the end of the month. We are so excited. We have best New York Times bestselling author. We've been fans for uh, many, many books. Diane Chamberlain is with us. Hi, Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi. How Hi. are you guys doing? Oh, Great. well, we are doing so good. We absolutely devoured big lies in a small town. Please <laughs> give our uh, audience the setup of your amazing book. Oh, thank you. Um, Big Lies in a Small Town is about two young women, both 22 years old, both artists, and both working on the same gigantic mural, only 80 years apart. 
I love the I dual storyline. I do, too. In 1940, mm-hmm. um, a young woman named Anna Dale wins a government-sponsored competition to paint a mural for a post office in a little town in North Carolina. Uh, but she's from New Jersey, and she knows nothing about the little town in North Carolina. Right. So she goes there to learn about it, but she discovers that she is not very welcome. Uh, she's a woman. She's an outsider. And there is a painter in the town who also tried to win that competition. Um, and while she's working on the mural, she disappears. And then in 2018, we have another 22-year-old woman named Morgan Christopher who is in prison for a DUI that went terribly wrong. And one day, two women visit her and tell her that they can get her out of prison if she'll agree to restore this old mural that has been recently discovered. Um, And she knows nothing about restoration, but she agrees because she wants to get out of prison. And as she's working on the mural, she begins to uncover clues to the disappearance of the first artist, Anna Dale. You know what, Diane? You have the I love your imagination because the books that you write, I don't know how you come up with these story Mm -mm. ideas, but really love it. Well, I'm so glad. I don't know how I come up with them either. (laughs) I mean... I'm almost done, and it's driving me crazy, Um, but you mix social commentary about what's going on in the Times with history and mystery, and it's just how you weave the two lives between Anna and Morgan, and how each is finding out about themselves and how to live in their environment, um, and compassion, and I like learning about art. Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting and fun. It's a fun read. Well, thank you. I'm glad you feel that way. I did a lot of research, of course, to um, to understand. It's a government-sponsored uh, WPA-type right. mural that um, that Anna is hired to paint, and it was fascinating to learn about that. It really um, happened, and also I did a. I did a lot of research in the town to understand what it would have been like in 1940. And also there's um, a racial element to the story. So I met with several African-American men so I would understand what the life would be like for um, the young black boy who's in the 1940 story. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? And I'm glad that, you know, you bring that up because I mean, Julie and I, we, I mean, we have a book club. We, we love reading and like, we're just tickled pink that you're on our show today because you're a big, you're a big, big deal deal. author. (laughs) And we know how many books you've read and we, we just have been huge fans, but we're, we were just talking before you came on. We're like upset that this author, Janine Cummins is getting yelled at about her American dirt, her fictional book. Um, like we're like, when did we start yelling at authors about the stories and that they're coming up in their fictional? Do you know what I mean? What I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah. It would be I like do. someone yelling uh, at no. you because you're not a, a black man to write about the racial experience about Jesse, who I, I mean, I really feel like, you know, 
your voice is very honest and true. Yes. I mean, you're I you you speak to the heart when you speak in these characters. Thank you. Well, you know, first of all, um, I'm never in Jesse's point of view. Right. I don't I don't write from the point of view of a person of color. Yeah. But I don't think that's really the issue with American Dirt. I think the real issue and the real pain for people of color comes from the fact that there has been so much hype about American Dirt. Okay. When so many um, Hispanic writers who've written about similar situations have been essentially ignored. Got it. Okay. So I that I can understand. Um, I think it's terribly unfair what what they're putting um, Janine Cummings through. Yeah. But um, and I I loved American Dirt. I really loved the story. But I I'm not a person of color, so I can't look at the story from that perspective. And I think uh, I, I do think really, I, yeah, I do think that that was one of the things that that there have been authentic fictional and nonfiction stories from uh, Hispanic people that haven't gotten any publishing. That, that's that been what it is, but that's still not but her fault. It and, isn't her fault. And I, I, I don't know. We were just, just curious about that. We are getting back to the book, though, that we Big love. Lies. Big lies in a small, small town. town. <laughs> Did Nicole Kidman or Reese Witherspoon, have they optioned this book? Or maybe oh, Ava no, DuVernay? Be fun? Or right. Ava DuVernay <laughs> could option it. Uh, well, I would love it if they would. Why don't you send it to We're them? We're going and, to, Diane. We're um, going to wrap your you. Good friend, Nicole. Okay. <laughs> Listen, it is, it's just, I, we we get so excited about books. I mean, we yeah. have read so many. We do about a book a week. We do do a book a week here. Yeah. And this this story is so yummy. And I love learning. I, I mean, I like learning about the time, the history. But and I'm, it's a pins and needles book too. Um, the I'm way li- you tell the story it like, I don't know, it's undulating waves, the, the dual storylines. It's really one of, uh, it's a great way to tell the story and we just love it. I think it is a hard book as all my books are to, to categorize. Yeah. I do think it's, it's a suspense story. It's it a is. mystery. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, at the same time, it's a redemption story. Mm-hmm. It yes, is a it little is. bit hard to figure out where it fits in. Yeah. Well, it fits in being just a darn good book to read. Okay, yeah. we have only a Thank minute. Thank you. I like that. Yeah. We're with Diane Chamberlain. The book is Big Lies in a Small Town. It's so good. Do you have, all right, we just talked about um, American. Dirt, the last great book, book that you read. Y- yes, Diane. That you'd recommend. Oh, The Dutch House by Ann Patchett. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. And listening to it uh, being narrated by Tom Hanks is really the way to read it. Okay. That's so interesting you said that because I half listened and half read your book. Your narrator's good. Uh (laughs) It's good. Isn't she wonderful, Susan Bennett? Yeah, very I do both because I can't keep up. I'm not as I fast as reader. I didn't know Tom Hanks though did the Dutch House. So that, I know. that makes me intrigued yes. to do it that way. Yes, 
It's right. wonderful. All right. So, oh. are you working on novel twenty one right now, or are you t- having a break, Diane? Since Big Lies is about to just well, right now, I'm I'm on book tour okay. and um, trying to work at the same time. All right. Well, we well, love meeting challenge. you. We love having you on. It's just a big honor. And um, thank you so much. You yeah. Too. Thank Keep you. Writing. So much. Fun. Thank Great you. Thanks. Big Lies in a small town. If you need a book to. Um, curl up with this is it donnie's got a couple copies to give away 651-641-1071 we'll be right back whether it's baker's simple truth turkey or mac and cheese with murray's english cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.